Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with Jake Miller. Hello. What's up? <laughs> Good. So, you were born actually in like Washington, D.C., right? Yes, I was. For like a year. <laughs> and then I moved to Florida when I was one. I lived in Florida my whole life, and then I moved to California three years ago. What? Was it your parents' job that you moved from like Washington to like was Fort Lauderdale? Was it my parents' job? Yeah. Oh, no. Um, actually, yeah, it was. Actually, my dad's an eye doctor, and he got a job oh. in Florida as an eye doctor, and now he runs his own practice in, in South Florida, so that's why we moved there, yeah. Yeah. What does your mom do? Uh, my mom was a lawyer now. She's a you know, stay-at-home mom, makes sure that the, uh, everybody's got what they want and uh, everyone's got what they need, and she just holds down, holds yeah. down the house, you know? And they're really, like, so, like, really loving parents. Like, uh, they met when they were in, like, high school oh, yeah. sweethearts. So cute. Yeah, high school sweethearts. They took a little <laughs> break in college, and then they got back together, and now they're uh, happily married. Yeah. yeah. And your dad also helped you on with your music, like, super early on. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, my whole family really has always been into music. Um, my dad was in a band. He kind of taught me how to play drums and guitar. Oh. Um, my mom's always been a great singer. She used to uh, sing the national anthem and like big basketball tournaments and Whoa. tennis tournaments and stuff like that. That's so, where you got your creative yeah. side from, even though they're both kind yeah. of in academic fields. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Music has always been in my family's blood for sure. What kind of music did your parents play in the house when you were growing up? Um, my dad played a lot of like uh, Jimmy Buffett, Bruce Springsteen, um, the Eagles, the Commodores. A lot of old, old classic rock music. You were also into NSYNC back then, right? Yeah, everybody was into NSYNC back then. <laughs> but when I was like uh, eight, I think that's probably when it was. Um, I was just, you know, obsessed with them. Mostly Justin Timberlake, the way that they danced, the way that they sang, and uh, it just kind of captured me and um, completely, you know, made me obsessed with music. And that was really my love for music. That's where it began. And then Eminem started, you know, I discovered his music and I mm -hmm. began to love hip hop. And I kind of just put together all the types of music that I love and that's kind of why I started making music. Yeah. Do you remember the first CD you bought? The first physical CD I yeah. bought was um, Yellow Card, Ocean Avenue. Oh. It was actually the first time I ever took a trip to California. Um, my parents took me into a store and bought me my favorite CD. <laughs> so, yeah. But were you actually in bands back then? Because you did drums and guitars kind of like bands, right? Oh uh, no, I was just doing it like for fun. Like I would come home from school, I had this electronic drums set and I would uh, I would kind of just play my favorite songs on a speaker and play along to these songs. And I would just kind of, you know, jam for hours until my fingers were all, you know, <laughs> black and blue. And it was just for fun. But you never were interested to join a band because you listened to, like, Yellow Car and everything? Um, I mean, I was just a regular kid in school, so I didn't really know how to join a band if I ever even wanted to. None of my friends uh... were into making music, so I didn't think it was a very realistic thing for me to do. Mm -hmm. So I was just concentrating on studying and going to the best college I could and get the best job that I could. How do you describe yourself back then growing up? A lot different than I am now. <laughs> I always tell people that when I graduated high school, um, I feel like I started over in life. Like there's been two chapters of my life, mm -hmm. from zero to 18 years old. And then at 18, it's just, I don't know, something happened. All my friends went off to college and I took a completely different route. And I feel like I started a new life, and yeah. um, I was a completely different kid. I had no confidence back then. Um, you know, I had a lot of acne. I took this um, <laughs> acne medicine called uh, 
Accutane. Oh, yeah. It really messed up my face for a while. I was oh. just really self-conscious, and I never liked the spotlight. I never wanted to, you know, put myself out there. And then I discovered music. I started putting out a few songs, and people were giving me really good feedback, so it gave me the confidence to keep going and make more music. What were your favorite subjects back then? I didn't like school at all. You didn't? <laughs> no, it wasn't for me. I think the only thing that school really taught me was how to be a normal person and how to, you know, act in a social environment and how to treat people and how to make friends and just the basic, the basic, you know, skills um, of just being a, a person. It's not like the actual knowledge that I learned from the books and in the classroom. I don't think that that really helped me much. Mm -hmm. I think it's all just the, the common sense, common knowledge skills that I learned from being around a lot of people every day. Did your parents push you academically? Because they're pretty academic, right? Oh, yeah. I was, I was, I think, top 10% of my class. Even if you didn't like school? <laughs> I didn't so like it, but I was definitely pushed awesome. very hard. And at the same time, I didn't know that music, you know, was going to come into my life. So I thought that I was going to, you know, even though I didn't really know what I was passionate about, I knew that I was my whole life raised to study hard and, um, you know, work hard, play hard go to a good college, get a good job. That's what everybody did in the city that I was from. You know, nobody took a crazy weird route like moving to LA and chasing mm. a crazy dream. So when I did that, all my friends thought I was crazy. <laughs> what made you want to start music in general? Because your friends weren't really doing it. So like, wasn't really yeah. an environmental thing that you felt like you were like looped into doing it. Um, I started making music with my friend, his name was Jordan and um, it was our senior year of high school and we were completely just doing it as a joke. Mm. We were making songs, you know, rapping about our friends and our teachers and just really silly stuff. Um, and we would put a song out like on MySpace once a week. This was before Snapchat, Vine, <laughs> um, yeah. Instagram. And uh, all of a sudden we kept getting really great feedback and better feedback and more views. And all of a sudden everybody in our high school knew me and oh, this kid wow. Jordan for these songs that we were making. Not, not that they didn't necessarily like them or listen to these songs, but everybody knew that we were making them. Um, and we had this one song that just kind of like blew up in our high school. It was a complete joke. <laughs> but everybody was like, hey, I know like you're making this as a joke and stuff and it's all funny, but like you actually are pretty talented. Like you actually can like spit, you can rap. Mm -hmm. This is back when I was rapping. And so they were like, you should actually like pursue it. Like try to make a real song where you're not like joking around and see where it can get you. And so that's when I kind of was like, all right, let me try to actually write a real song with some real meaning. And then that's where it just took off. Mm -hmm. Was it difficult for you to write songs initially? I don't, I don't think it's really ever hard for me to write songs. You know, I just take my real life experiences and make them rhyme. <laughs> you know, it's not like I'm writing things that are foreign to me. These are all feelings that I actually have and stories that I've actually lived through. So it's not hard for me to ever really write songs. Mm -hmm. And if it is, you know, you take a break. If you get writer's block, it's, that's natural. You just take a break and come back to it. How about your early, like, music videos? How did you even, like, have the budget or, like, to put it all together? Or was um, my very after? early music videos was just my sister shooting it on a little oh. camera. Um, that was my first music video ever. We went to the park, she shot it, <laughs> I edited it, threw it on YouTube, and I got, like, a thousand views the first day. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was, like, you made it. 100 million views back then. <laughs> Um, but then, you know, we started to reach out to some video companies and people who, you know, were a little bit more professional. And, you know, my parents, I'm lucky enough where I come from a family who not only support me, but they're financially stable. And mm -hmm. I'm very um, thankful for that. And at the beginning stages when I wasn't making any money, 
um, they helped me out, and so they would uh, give me a couple bucks to, you know, pay for music videos, and they've always been very supportive. How did you even think to start doing music videos? Because I feel like a lot of people just focus on the whole, like, just the record and the CD and the packaging, like back then when you were first starting out. Uh, back when I first started out, the reason why I really started making music was because of Mac Miller. Um, he was, like, 18, he was white, he was rapping, and I just felt like I could relate to him. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, he was putting out music videos that were, like, really, really cool and fun. Oh. And he was doing it with his friends. His friends were shooting them, and he was putting his friends in the videos. And something about it just, like, really, you know, caught fire with kids my age. Everybody, everybody loved Mac Miller, and everybody loved his videos. And so I was just like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then you went to University of Miami, right? First. For about one month. Yeah. yeah. And that's right when I signed my first deal. Dropped out of college after going for one month. But were you like on track to, did you have a major in mind? No, I didn't have a major. Um, I was really just taking general classes. Just Honestly, it was just because my parents were making me do it. Um, mm -hmm. I think it was their way of feeling better about themselves, about letting me you know, not go to college. So the compromise was kind of like, okay, well, while you're making music, since you don't have too much going on besides, you know, writing songs. It's not like you're on tour. It's not like you're busy every day. So while you're doing this and writing songs, be a part-time student at University of Miami. Oh. That was kind of like the compromise. And um, I don't know. My thing was like, I can only concentrate on one thing and go 100% with it. I'm not going to concentrate on 50% on school and come home and study half the night and then also concentrate 50% on music and write music the other half. I'm either going to do one or the other. And so I'm like, I need to, I need to drop out. Mm -hmm. What was their reaction? Music. How did you tell them? Um, no, I didn't really tell them. It was, it was once I was actually at school and we got a call from a label, um, Uni uh, Universal Republic. What was and this before E1? This was before E1. Oh. Yeah. Um, and they pretty much said that they wanted to come and give me a deal, offer me a deal. And that was when my parents kind of opened their eyes. And they're like, okay, maybe... Maybe he's really got something. It's not just our friends and family telling us now. It's people who are actually professionals in the music industry. And so um, I'm like, yeah, I, mm -hmm. I need to concentrate all on music. And they're like, yeah, you do. Let's do it. What was your career at that point when Universal reached out? I didn't have any. I hadn't made so $1 yet. your videos online? Yeah. I, I had, you know, a couple thousand views, but it wasn't like I was touring. I didn't really have a fan base yet. I hadn't made any money. We were just... <laughs> I was just going. I was just you know, doing as much as I could do. So you signed with them? I never signed with them. They gave me my first record deal offer. Um, my dad was like, I know you really want to sign a deal, but let's hold out and wait until other deals come along. And that's what we did. Mm -hmm. And we waited for the right one. What about the... But the E1 deal was just for one... Was it one album? Yeah, that was or? my first... The E1 deal was my first record deal. Um, it was a one-off, is what we call it. And it's just one album. You deliver them one album... They promote it, they put it in stores, Targets, Walmarts, all that stuff. And then once the album cycle is over, then you're done with them. Mm -hmm. um, and so I did that. It was great. I made my first full-length album called Us Against Them. And then from there, we went to Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. And I signed a, I signed a five-album deal with them, I think. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you move straight to L.A.? Right when, when I signed with Warner Brothers, um, oh. yeah, that's that's kind of was like I'm gonna go to LA right now. Yeah, yeah, because they're out here. So I just figured, you know, I'm gonna really dive in oh, a thousand percent now, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna move to LA and just you know be writing every day and working every day. Was it difficult the transition to here, like the environment, the type, the types of people? No, not really. I mean, the only thing that really has a 
the only thing that's really bothered me about LA is what you said, the types of people. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you get caught up in a weird group of friends or you think people are your friends and then they turn out to not be. And that's not like where I'm from. Like where I'm from, my friends were my friends for life, you know. Um, nobody like was fake or anything like that where I was from. Everyone was just really nice people. So moving here, I think that was like the biggest change. Mm-hmm. But it was surprising for initially when you start, like you signed the deal, like they were just putting you into sessions, like forcing you to make like a radio hit. It was kind of stressful. Yeah, that was um that was like my real first taste at like the, the ugly side of the music industry. Um, my first time on a major label, and immediately they pretty much told me that I have to stop rapping um, yeah. because rap rap music doesn't really like catch on on the radio. And when you're with a record label, there's really one goal. To get a huge radio yeah. smash. What year was this? 2015. It was more pop rap. Mm-hmm. So I think it just wasn't taken seriously on the radio, which I understand. Um, but yeah, they, they pretty much told me to stop doing the one thing that got me where I was. And that the fans loved me for, which was rapping. And so at first I was like, wow, this is crazy. This is like the definition of selling out. Like They signed me and now they want to change me. And mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do? And um, I was really like upset about it for weeks, and I had a long conversation with my dad on the phone, and he pretty much just said, you know, it's not selling out. Good music is good music. Um, just stay true to yourself, whether you're rapping or singing, as long as you're writing from your heart, and you know, people will still connect with it. Mm-hmm. Did you never actually sing when you're growing up? Because like no. I just hear it, and you're so good at singing. Thank you. So I'm like, how did you <laughs> no, not I've been realize practicing. this earlier? I've been practicing. Um, I started off not knowing a thing about singing, and that was kind of when I started practicing, when Warner Brothers told me to start trying it. And um, it turns out I love it way more than rapping. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm independent now, and I'm still not rapping. I'm only singing just because I feel like that's the kind of music that I love and listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, I've been, I've been practicing a lot. Was it mostly like just training with other people? or? You know what? Um, when I was with the label, they put me in sessions every single day oh, wow. with different people, which I loved because I learned little things from everybody, and I get to just collect all that knowledge and store it in my brain. And so there were so many people, singers, songwriters, producers, who just, you know, I watched them and I, 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 I took in all of their tips and advice, and you know, I just learned from everybody. Mm-hmm. And your first like live gig was with Snoop Dogg, right? Yeah, that was my first show ever. Um, as I said, I was the type of kid who didn't really like the spotlight growing up. So when I was um, when I first started, I I was pretty much like, I'm I'm gonna make music and I'm gonna I want to get real famous, but I'm never gonna do any shows. I never want to step on stage in my whole life. Wow. Um, and then I got offered by a, a friend who was promoting a show in Florida to uh, open for Snoop Dogg, and I couldn't turn it down. Yeah, of course. So um, I did it. That's I was crazy. scared shitless. I brought all my friends on stage just because <laughs> I was I was too scared to go up alone, and it turned out to be the best night of my life, mm-hmm. and uh, I just fell in love with performing that night, and that's that's just when I knew yeah. I loved how much I loved performing. <laughs> and then when you first moved to L.A., you signed with, like, Wilhelmina, right? Yeah, nothing really came out of that, to be honest. Um, modeling is something for me that's very on the side, you know. Um, Music is so important to me. Music is my baby, but if I could do, you know, modeling and acting on the side, that's cool, but it's not really something I'm too passionate about, Mm -hmm. you know. What made you want to become independent? Just, I needed my creative freedom back, you know. As an artist, that's all I really have. All I have is, you know, 
my thoughts and my ideas and if if people are telling me how to write and what to sing and not to rap and all these things it's like it feels it starts to feel more like I'm forced to do this and I'm forced to be in in this industry and that's not why I, that's not what I signed up for so you know this isn't homework music isn't homework there should be no guidelines there should be no rules and um, I think any artist can attest to that so mm-hmm. um, being being independent now there's nobody in the world telling me what to do I can make a country album starting tomorrow if I wanted to you know and I'm sure it'll be good because anything I do I put a million percent into it and um, there's nobody to tell me no was it difficult getting out of the deal was it over the deal was not over no um, we didn't get along just because you know I didn't I didn't agree with what they wanted me to do and mm-hmm. um, they didn't like that I was not taking their advice because at the end of the day they are the professionals and they've had a lot of success with other artists so when artists like me come along and don't listen to their advice they start to get really pissed off so it just became a very toxic situation um, they wanted to let me go I wanted to get off the deal and it just worked out perfectly you were going through like a rough patch at the same time like that whole week was like a crazy week for you with you and your girlfriend and then also yeah. your tour got canceled very true yeah um, the tour got canceled just because the whole thing with the label um, I couldn't oh. you know, they were they were part of the tour and I didn't right. want to you know it, it was kind of like they had put it on and now that I wasn't on the tour anymore I wasn't allowed to go tour um, same thing with the my ex-girlfriend I just got out of a crazy eight-year yeah. relationship like that same week so last year was pretty crazy but you know I bounced back I learned how to produce my own music I focused on myself and my goals and um, where I wanted to go next and you know music was just very therapeutic for me that whole year and um, I just worked on me and my goals mm-hmm. what did you learn from being in such a long-term relationship previously what did I learn mm-hmm. um, I learned a lot of stuff, good things and bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm happy I'm in the, um, I'm single now just because I feel like it's important right now where I'm at in my life to just concentrate on me as a person. Um, you know, I'm always, always, always working on music. So I feel like if I had a girlfriend right now, she would get sick of me really quick, <laughs> especially if she lived with me in, in the same room because oh, yeah. I'm always in my room just playing and practicing. So. Um, yeah, I couldn't have a girlfriend right now, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm focused on my music more than anything. Mm-hmm. And then was it really difficult for you to put out Silver Linings because it was so much of yourself? Like, I feel like every single song I like was going through your entry was, okay, this is the part where you were talking about this and I can hear the lyrics and everything. Yeah, um, no, I mean, it's not difficult to write those songs. I mean, if somebody hears them and thinks it's about them and they get offended, like, you know what, I'm sorry. It's... Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do about it. I just uh, I write music about what I know and what I go through, and you know I I have to write it about what I'm actually going through because other people are probably going through it as well, mm-hmm. and so they can relate to it, and that's what makes music great. Yeah. If I'm sitting here hiding all my feelings and writing, you know, about how great my life is and how rich I am and <laughs> bottles and bitches, <laughs> nobody can relate to that. So I just um, you know, I write about what I go through, and if people get offended sorry and what was your idea for like the visual aspect because I feel like it's also cohesive like from the video yeah to all the art that you posted on IG and also on like Spotify yeah. um so the the whole point of the cover the name and the art it's called silver lining and I am standing on the top of a mountain and if you see it's a bunch of people floating away from me holding balloons yeah. into the distance and um all of those people kind of represent past experiences 
past relationships, bad energy. Um, you know, my record label, my old manager, past relationships. It's not that I have bad blood against any of them. It's just now I'm at the point of my life where I'm standing at the top of the mountain by myself, independent, and I'm just watching all this, you know, past bad energy float away. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm looking at the sunset, I'm looking at the silver lining, and it basically just says, you know, out of every bad thing comes a good positive thing. So that's the whole point of the album. How about the, was it a photographer who shot it all for you, or how did the... So my friend Edgar, who's my roommate, he shot all the pictures of me and the girl, mm -hmm. but we shot them all in my kitchen, and then I sent them to this kid, this 18-year-old kid in Finland, and he photoshopped it all. No way! Yeah. I was gonna say, like, where did he shoot these pictures? Like, the yeah. sunset, sunrise, looks amazing. All in my apartment. It looks so real. Yeah, he That's killed crazy. it. He killed it. It was my favorite album artwork that I've ever seen. Not, not just for me, for anybody. <laughs> How about the music video itself? You know, that was a kind of low-key video. I just wanted to go to the beach, go to the Malibu, and kind of shoot something for the fans. Um, it wasn't any crazy storyline for the music video, but it was just very visually, aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. um, but we have a new music video coming out soon that we shot in Hawaii for the song called Drinking About You. Mm -hmm. And that's like my favorite music video that we've oh. ever shot. Yeah. Is there a turning point that you're focusing a lot more on the visual aspects and like making everything cohesive? Because I feel like now you have such a unique style yeah. with this. Um, I've definitely, I've definitely, yeah, I, I definitely have more of a passion for um, not only making sure the music is right, but also the visuals. Um, John Bellion really inspired mm -hmm. me in terms of that because he has amazing visuals. And so, yeah, I think it's all important as a full package. And so this is the first time we're making physical albums and vinyls. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's so cool. and vinyls, just because I love the art so much. How did you meet um, Cheat Codes? So now you're really close to them, right? Cheat Codes I met uh, when I first moved to L.A., I think. Um, I can't even remember when I met them because I feel like I've known them for so long. But... Yeah, they're, they're great dudes. And you also tweeted about that you're starting to write songs for other people. Is this a new thing? Yeah, um, I never really purposely mean to write songs for other people. Um, but sometimes I'll write a song and it'll be a good song, but it won't necessarily be something that fits me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm signed to a publishing company, Warner, Warner Chapel, mm. and they pretty much, you know, they're a record label for songwriters. And so I'm signed to them, and their whole job is to, you know, pitch my songs, get them, get my songs placed on TV shows, commercials, and um, if I'm a songwriter, place my songs with artists. And so I have a few songs, you know, that I've written that I don't want for myself. That their job is to pitch them to other artists. Mm -hmm. yeah. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far? Um, my biggest challenge was really learning how to produce my own beats, but it's also been the most fun thing I've ever challenge myself to do. Before last year I had never made a beat in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but you know when I was when I parted from the label I was pretty much forced to start learning because they were the ones that were putting me in sessions with all these producers and so I kind of felt stuck like what am I supposed to do now? How am I supposed to make music if all these producers you know I'm not going to be working with them anymore. Plus they always charge so much money for beats oh, that the yeah. label would pay for. And so now that I wasn't on the label, I was like, okay, now I'm just going to learn how to make my own beats. And I went to Guitar Center, I bought all this equipment, I spent 10,000 hours on YouTube, and uh, now all my songs, I make all the beats for them in my room. Yeah, and you do everything, like the mastering. Yeah, I learn how to do it <laughs> all, mix it, master it. I record my vocals in my room, I do everything in my room. Yeah. What does success look like to you? Success to me is just being happy, 
um, making music that could possibly make a difference. That's that's all I really want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, the money is great, the touring is great, but what really makes a difference is being happy and making mm -hmm. other people happy. What does love mean to you? What does love mean to me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what does love mean to me? Just somebody who's, you know, always there for you and supports mm. you no matter what. Um, I've only been in love once, so I don't really have much to compare it to. The only thing that I really know is, you know, the one, um, the one relationship I was in. Mm -hmm. But I mean, uh, you know, it's all just about supporting somebody and being their best friend and uh, dealing with their ups and their downs. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't think any relationship is perfect. I think relationships get harder and harder as they go on, and it's all about just how to, how to make them work and um, how to deal with, you know. The, the ugly sides of relationships and if you can get through that then you know that's love mm -hmm. I like that last question yeah. what do you want to be remembered for I want to be remembered for making people happy when they listen to my music mm -hmm. um, I want to you know inspire people to understand that they can do anything that they want um, you don't need a big fancy company you don't need all this money or all this fancy equipment as long as you have, you know, the determination to practice and get better and you have a vision and you have imagination, you know, you can really create anything. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys.